I'm a survivor. I survived it. I lived through being married to a man who suffers from disassociative identity disorder. I am still alive after surviving at least 14 different personalities, including those cluster B personalities. And I'm ready to tell my story. Welcome to Surviving His 14. I am a survivor and I'm ready to tell my story. All right, so let's jump back into it. It's been a while. Um, approximately uh, six, seven months, I think, uh, since the last um, time I sat in front of this microphone. So um, the first thing I want to, to let you know is that all these things or all of those um, stories that I post are true. They're true life events that, e- that are either have happened to me or is happening most of the time it it, it's already happened because I literally have to um, take some time to think Um, this uh, next event that I'll be talking about happened um, in in January and of course so many things I'm gonna post about later like the divorce final the child support final um, and now we're in a, a custody not necessarily custody battle, but a um, visitation battle, uh, you can say, at this moment. And so I'll be posting about that too, because all of them, every single episode was freaking bizarre. And I, but I do it because I want people to know being married to uh, someone like this, it never ends. And I want, I want people to know um, not necessarily my story, but hear their story um, and get help, find help. Um, I have a great support system in place. I go to therapy um, for PTSD because of it. But there are some people that will pull out of it or, or get out of a relationship with someone like this who's not diagnosed and not understand it so i just want to put that understanding out there again everything that i post is not fabricated only thing i don't do is say names um it's not and everything is true i will not lie because there's no help in a lie and i want this um podcast to be used to help women so nobody has to go through this or men if they have a significant other who has these this type of diagnosis so all that's true but the first thing that i want to talk about of course is um a series of events it's, it happened over a course of like a week so it had to be like a thursday um and again, remember, I have um, children. I have three daughters. And my middle daughter, she's roughly around 10 years old now. Or she'll be turning 10 soon. We, um, she was the only one in school because the other two were out on um, quarantine. So I picked her up from school, stopped at the local grocery store to pick up um, some items for dinner. And when I walked in the door, wow. Wow there there he is her dad and um my ex-husband and he was 
he looked back. He looked back at me, and I I caught eye contact with him. He looked down at my daughter, um, his daughter, and he started to walk off. And my daughter was like, "Was that daddy?" And of course, I was like, "Yeah." Um, so I, I I yelled out his name, and I said, "Hey," and he. I know he looked at me. He had looked at me before. Um, I knew I had co- eye contact with him. So, and my daughter was like, was that daddy? I was like, yeah, go get him. So, she ran after him. And she caught up with him in the store. And it was as if he was running away from her. So, once she grabbed him, she grabbed him around the waist and gave him a big hug. And at that moment, I realized that whichever personality we had walked up to um didn't recognize who she was so he looked down and he was like hey little girl now my middle daughter is kind of feisty she's not not the type to not catch anything she's fast she's quick with it you're not gonna um get over on her and she was like little girl and it looks as though he had shook it off and he was trying to shake off the thought or trying to figure out who she was and he said how was school today and played it off in that manner and I called his name and I was like seriously seriously for real though and he was still in this other realm other world and I knew I I knew that he had no idea who she was and he was trying his best to be supportive of the role of who he thought that we thought he should be and then I was like all right um your other children are at home uh in quarantine um and then blase blase it ended and then she she questioned the whole time did did he know what's wrong with them is he sick it and I'm like wow it's okay. Don't worry about it. Well, two days later, two days later, we, um, it's his mom's birthday. And my daughters have their own little um, money that they can spend on their grandparents whenever they feel like it. So they wanted to buy um, his mom something. So we ran out to the local store, picked up something, put it in a box and um, went to deliver it. When we get there, to his his mom's house um he's not there so i'm good like go ahead you know take her to give knock on the door i'm gonna stay in the car because i'm no longer welcome but at least you know they could take her gift so they go to the door um and she automatically comes out to the car to speak and say thank you for the gift and all of this stuff and but she was like my son is not here and I want him to see the girls. I want him to see him. And I was like, ah, uh, about that. Like he, when I started to tell her about the episode at the grocery store and she was like, no, he want to see him. He wants to see him. Can they at least stay for a couple more minutes? And I'm like, sure. And then she was thinking that I was going to drive off. No, ma'am, not me. I was like, I'll sit here in the car, you know, and when he gets here, says hellos and then we can go home she was like but you can leave him uh no ma'am no i can't and i i'm thinking maybe 15 
if that it wasn't long enough for me to read a full article on my phone so it had to be five or six minutes then he, he comes in comes up drives up runs in the house and um and this is two days after the the grocery store event um and about mm, five more minutes later they they all come out the house um grandma him he's holding the hands of all three girls they're they're like in the chain and everybody's holding each other's hands and he's shaking sobbing crying tears everywhere shirt wet and i'm like what and then he kept he put the girls in the car he walked away and he turned his back and he starts to shake and cry and so i i'm car is in reverse because i'm not dealing with the, the show so grandma comes up to the window and says we got to do better we he needs to spend more time with them and he needs to see his girls look how upset he is i'm like he was not that upset the other day at the grocery store i'm just confused but hey it's what it is and she was like well no you gotta um he just need more time with his children and and you keep holding them but i said he is not being held back from his children he can come at any time he's able to see him whenever he wants he just doesn't want to have anybody there he can't take the children he cannot be alone with my babies that's not gonna happen and i was like y'all had today done done and done i pull away gone it's over but i'm, I'm having to have these conversations with my daughter because i noticed that my middle daughter was like so confused and you can see the confusion on her face and i'm like it's okay i told you he has different people living inside of his head and the way he acted at the grocery store and the way he acted today i know it's confusing but you have to understand that's his normal do not allow this to confuse you and then I was like, do we need to set up another appointment with your therapist so she can explain to you mental illness and how it works? Done, done, and done. I thought it was over. I really did. I thought she was good until three days later. That was a Monday. Um, I think maybe, yeah, Thursday. Thursday morning, 5 o'clock. I'm, I'm working out with my trainer. And I get a email on my watch and um from her teacher my middle daughter's teacher saying that um she hasn't been eating um and not responding in class since tuesday and she um is not doing her work she seems like she's just daydreaming and she's just in a daze um not sure what's going on at home but just wanted to give you a heads up on that and maybe it's the food at school but she's on a special diet at the school so she gets special food and it's, it's really good really good salads and all that great stuff that she gets she doesn't eat the regular food so i'm like why why is she not eating so what did i do ended it with my trainer came back into the house and she was sitting at the table and I remember um, asking her, why are you not doing your work? You know, it, it never dawned on me. I didn't think about anything 
other than why are you not doing your work? I send you to the school and I, I say this every single day to my kids. I work at one of the worst schools so that you can go to one of the best schools. So you're going to have to get your work done. And work in education is so important to me. So to hear her teacher say that she was not doing her assignments and she was daydreaming i never thought it was an emotional thing i just thought it was okay what's going on here and i was coming down as a mom like look you're gonna be doing your work and she broke and i looked at my daughter and she was trembling and she was crying and and i'm like you're gonna have to use your vocabulary you're gonna have to use your words and explain to me what's going on why are you crying I didn't get it until she said, I, um, I know who my daddy is. I was like, I know you know who your daddy is. What what did she say? I know who my daddy is. And then she started to, um, talk about my current husband. I just got married recently remarried and she started talking about how great he was and how he he was great to to them and he he works it from a kid standpoint and she's and it, it was a little you know i love him and he takes care of us and he he makes sure that we have a roof over our head and she's talking about my current husband and she's like i love him i do and i but i know my daddy and i was like where is this coming from so i look at my other two daughters who are just sitting there looking at her um they're a little stronger when it comes to uh the emotions now my middle daughter she will pop off and tell you what it is but mm, emotionally she she takes in a lot and i asked my other daughters what what's, what's going on and then they tell me that for that 10 minutes or 15 minutes that they were inside their dad's house waiting on their dad and then when their dad came they were being told by the adults that were in the house um grown women and when i say grown women i'm thinking what what women my age and a little younger way older than my children that my current husband was not their dad they need to know who their dad is they need and they were saying things to the children like um my ex-husband took care of them he raised them he did all and it confused my daughter because she didn't know him like that she knew mommy as the worker mommy as the one that was doing the things and and now she's starting to see an actual real man do real man things and she couldn't I'm thinking it didn't measure up to her. So it confused her for a whole three days and made her stop eating and stop doing her work. And at that moment, I had to break it down to her. You choose who your daddy is, not anybody else. That was a grown person conversation that they should have never had with the child. Unhealthy, very unhealthy. And that's what they're learning. My daughters are learning in therapy. What is a healthy conversation and what is an unhealthy conversation? So just having that conversation with her brought her back to reality. Now, I kept her out of school that day because I didn't think, like, seeing her break down that emotion, I, I did not want to throw her back into the school. So she worked remotely that day. But that just goes to tell you about unhealthy adults.
talking to children as though children are is as though as though that child was an adult she talked to these four four adults surrounded my children and never thought about the mindset of of a child allowing a child to be a child allowing a child to choose allowing a child to just be a kid thank you again for listening to how I survived his 14th. Disassociative identity disorder with or without cluster B is not a joke. Not everyone lives through having a spouse with cluster B personality disorder or disassociative identity disorder. Now that I have done further research and I know about these disorders, I fear for my life and my children's lives every single day. This podcast is to bring awareness to these disorders as well as to tell my story, just in case his disorder overtakes him and me and my children come up missing. If you are a victim like me, seek help by calling your local domestic violence advocacy program. They are there to help you live. Love does not have to hurt.